0: What's up, guys? We're back after a several-week hiatus on the Ugly Podcast with Dylan Weber, Matt DeBerry. Matt, how are you?
1: Doing well, man. Ready to get back in, the, in podcast mode. I know it has been a few uh, few weeks, but we, we got a big game this weekend, Dylan. Gator week. It is Florida week. And, and again, you're a Texas guy, but this means everything to the Georgia fan base. This is the biggest game of the year, I mean, Florida's Georgia's biggest rival, so it is a big week, and uh, uh, I'm ready to go down there and, and cover it.
0: For me, it's like, I i never understood, like, growing up how big this game was, um, mostly because like, the years I kind of started getting into football were uh, the Tebow years, and yeah. Urban Meyer era, so I never really thought of this as big of a game as it was until you know, I came here and saw it, and just how much people really do hate Florida.
1: It's it's huge. You know, when I was growing up, I grew up in Georgia in a, in a Georgia family, and uh, Florida beat Georgia pretty much every year when I was growing up. So every every win against Florida was a giant deal. It was something you remembered for a long, long time. I know 2004 uh, was really big for me. That was the first time I really, you know, got to watch and enjoy a big Georgia win over Florida. And uh, again, last year was big too, but. It, another this is a top 10 matchup it's good that this rivalry is back into one of the best in college football it's always been one of the best rivalries in college football but this year it definitely means something top 10 matchup i mean we can go ahead into it you know how has georgia looked in practice preparing for a big game like this
0: i mean kirby explained it great um he just said this is an easy week to motivate because it's a top 10 matchup and you really think about it both these teams seasons are you know What they want to do, it's on the line
1: in this game. This is why you go to Georgia. This is why you go to Florida for games like this. Big matchup. It's going to determine the East, probably. Kentucky is still in the mix. Georgia goes to Kentucky, I guess. Next week, we got to go out to Lexington for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, what are you looking for in this matchup? Obviously, Georgia won big last year. Florida's coming in confident. They're playing well. They remember what happened last year. What do you think Georgia has to do to get a win down there this weekend?
0: Well, it's, it's, I mean, as the SEC does, it's just going to come down to physicality, I think. And, Always. Um, I can't remember who mentioned it yesterday. I think it might have been Nate Trez. And he talked about how um, Kirby and the coaching staff, up the statistic, I think that um, the past ten winners of this game have won the rushing battle as well, have, you know, had more rushing yards. And so you'd have to think if that's happened that many times already that it's probably going to happen again because that's really where the strength in both of these teams are. and I mean that's like
1: you know on that line of scrimmage is where the the game is going to be won. Most SEC games are you know won in the trenches along the line of scrimmage, and this one's no different. And I already started writing my piece for final feelings that we got going out, and you know I wrote in there I said whoever you know I stated the obvious: whoever has the most rushing yards is probably going to win this game, as they usually do. And I, I think turnovers are going to be a big deal. Every turnover is mm-hmm. going to be big. I think it's going to be low scoring. Every big offensive play, shifting momentum from one side to the other, I and mean, the crowd's going to be into it. It's going to be a big deal. Every big play, either on offense or a turnover, is going to be a big deal in this football game.
0: Well, and they're really going to have to try and force Felipe Franks to make some dumb choices. And I don't think that's, I don't want to say that's not difficult, but there's, you know, there's harder quarterbacks to go up against. I mean, he's a guy who really likes to sling it downfield, and you can get. Guys like that, especially a young guy like him, a sophomore, to make mistakes. And that's what Georgia, I think, is going to try and do is when they do get away from that run game, when they do force him to throw, they are going to want to make him make mistakes.
1: And Again, like you said, he, he's not a great quarterback. If we're being honest, he's not very good. He's a lot and
0: better than he was last year.
1: He, he is. He, he is he, but he doesn't scare you. No. Or I don't think he scares you.
0: He, he, so, he, he keeps you modest because he can throw it really far. Right. But it doesn't mean Tyrone Swoops for Texas could throw it really far, but he was awful at quarterback.
1: Exactly. Again, Georgia has had a weakness of stopping the run, especially later in games. They got tired against LSU. Mm -hmm. I thought they still played pretty well on defense throughout the game until the fourth quarter when they were gassed. Yeah. They got got gassed. So... They have to stop the run. I know it's easy to say that, but I don't think Felipe Franks is going to be the guy who beats Georgia. No. So if they beat Georgia, they're going to be running all over them.
0: The defensive line is really going to need the. It's going to be need to have been the biggest improvement from LSU. And, Absolutely. And you could tell this week. I mean, Trey Scott, your boy, was getting into them. <laughs> I mean, they were they were focused in practice and. They need to be because, I mean, just straight up, they got manhandled against LSU, and that can't happen again.
1: They didn't – it can't. And so Florida, I, I don't think they're going to be able to pass the ball much on Georgia, but on the opposite end, you know, Georgia's it's not a quarterback controversy. I personally think Justin Fields is going to play more. They're going to have a bigger plan for this game. He needs to throw the ball. You can't just run him out there on second mm-hmm. down to run a zone read and go back to the sideline. I mean, you're not fooling anyone, and that's not making the team and the quarterbacks any better. Fromm has to play more in this game. He's got to throw the ball, but I'm expecting to see more out of him. You know, what about you?
0: Um, Jake is, I think, I mean, he's going to have to step up. Um you know, he's, I don't want to say his job is on the line, but, you know, the pressure is there. You know, you have a guy that the whole fan base is like, well, maybe we should give him a shot. And I still think Jake's the guy. I don't think there's really a question about that just yet, but he is going to have to improve. And like you said with Justin, yeah, I mean, the whole point of him is he's a running quarterback, not just a run running player. He's not a running back or a wildcat quarterback. The You know, the value of him is he can run the ball, but he can also throw it. So you have to be able to show defenses that he can do that, so they're off balance when he goes in.
1: He can definitely throw it. And, again, I thought he ran really well against Tennessee. He was running by guys, running over guys. Yeah. You've got to give him a shot. Again, this is Jake Fromm's team, but – you've seen that freshmen can come into this league and win. Jake Fromm did a really good job last year playing as a true freshman. My boy Trevor Lawrence over at Clemson is doing really big things. So it's not like Justin Fields is going to go out there and completely fail. I mean, he he has what it takes. But, again, it's a good situation to be in. You've got two talented guys back there, but they have to play well in this game. Florida is going to attack the passer. That's what Todd Grantham does. He's going to come after them, lots of blitzes. The quarterbacks cannot turn the ball over. Georgia needs to continue to run the football no matter what the score is early on. They can't abandon the run, give the ball to Holyfield, get it to Swift in the open field, be creative, and get the ball to guys like Mecole and Terry Godwin in ways where they can be successful. So uh, Georgia has everything it takes to win this game. They just have to go out and do it.
0: Yeah, and I think a big thing, you know, we kind of talked about how the line of scrimmage is where the game's going to be won, and I, I still think that. But you've got to look at Florida's receivers. Kirby has me- said it, I think, twice this week in you know, both his press conferences that this is probably the most talented group of receivers that they have played and probably will play within the regular season. And, you know, I, I don't think anyone's worried about DeAndre Baker. The dude's solidified himself so far as a first-round pick in next year's draft. I mean, he's been an island on his own. But what about Tyson Campbell?
1: I. Uh, uh, w- yeah, I mean we know the talents there. Easy five-star recruit. He's got the speed, he's got the size, and he's got a little bit of experience, but you know, we saw we've seen Eric Stokes make plays. He made a bunch of plays against Missouri, probably the player of the game, but we haven't really seen much of him since. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know. You're the one who who watches practice there, but it, could we see more of Mark Webb or Eric Stokes down the line or is Tyson going to be there and hold that spot down the rest of the year?
0: I think they they want to show trust in Tyson because he's got the size, like you said, and he's physical. And, you know, I think that's something that uh, Eric Stokes specifically likes, just because of size. Because um, Eric Stokes is a very fast guy. He's very quick, so he can keep up with the guys. But Tyson yeah. Campbell can get physical. He can jam him at the line. And, of course, I mean, he struggled a lot against LSU. But no I, doubt. I mean, I think this, and I think the coaching staff believes this, well, I, you'd have to think so. But I think he's a really talented guy who's got a great – a future at Georgia, and I think they want to continue to put trust in them, at least until they feel that they cannot without um, you know hurting themselves.
1: Yeah, yeah Georgia's going to have to get better in every aspect of the the game from LSU, offense, defense, and including special teams. Jake Camarda has got to punt the ball better. Rodrigo's going to have to make some big-time kicks, and Georgia might need a big-time special team play, a block kick or whatever. Big return by Meikle, but they might need a big special teams play to get some momentum if Florida starts doing well. I mean, this is a big game; crazy things happen, and special teams is going to have an impact.
0: Yeah, Jake Camarta has just—he can he's boom got, it. He—he he can kick it really far, which is great. But he's gonna—he's got to get better. I mean, it has been yeah. not pretty for him.
1: And. No. I, I'm a I'm a believer in him. I I scouted I am him. Too. Honestly, I've seen him booming. He's got the leg. He's just got to calm down a little bit, and focus, and go out there, and, and just with laser focus, nobody's got to get done. And don't let the nerves get to him. I think the nerves have got to him a little bit, and he's just booming it, and mm-hmm. it either either goes crazy out of bounds, or he just you know he can't pin him deep, and it sails way into the back of the end zone. But he's getting there. He's learning. But he's gotta play better sooner than later, that's for sure.
0: And Kirby mentioned it this week. Um he said that the spot in the bye week was open. He said they kinda of, you know, opened it up to the other partners to uh, try and take it from him, and he said uh Jake kept it and that he's still the guy there. So I don't know if that's an encouraging sign that Jake has gotten better or a wow, this is like you know, the guys behind him are not very good.
1: Right. Well, either way, Georgia has to win this game, no matter how they get it done. They've got to win the game. Where well, the season is basically over, they probably lose out on the East. Yeah. But, I mean, we saw what this fan base acts after losses. After I mean, the X-ray is yeah. crazy high. We saw a lot of Georgia fans just going nuts after this LSU loss. If they lose to Florida, you're going to have you know a lot of Georgia fans on suicide watch, I think. But, uh, I mean... I mean, what do you think happens moving forward if they lose this game?
0: The season, I think, is just uh, even though you can still end up as a, a ten and two, eleven and two team, like it's still just a lost season. It's still a bust of a season, like you said, it's, because you know the expectations coming in this year were make it to the playoffs, make it to the uh, like almost guarantee, make it to the SEC championship game. Of course, right. we thought the East was a lot worse then, but yep. yeah. They are, compete with likely Alabama um, and try and get to the um, playoffs with a, you know very reasonable hope. But if that you know they lose this game, that's out the window. You start looking at like the Capital One Bowl. Um, you know maybe yeah. you can get into the Sugar Bowl, probably not. If
1: uh, you're South Carolina and Auburn, you know the Outback Bowl is great. <laughs> uh, you know they are totally cool with it. You know, Auburn has two bad, two or three bad seasons in a row. Then they have a, a, a great season, and they still end up losing to a UCF type of team in the end, and and screw it up. But you know, Auburn and, and, and Tennessee and South Carolina, and you know those schools are happy with it. This Georgia fan base is not happy with an Outback Bowl mm-hmm. or a Capital Bowl anymore. That's out the window.
0: Especially, um, I mean, like yeah, like this season, Tennessee fans would have been would be ecstatic with that. They would be, oops. yeah, jumping out of their seats for that. But Georgia, yeah, like you said, it was. You know, New Year's Six Bowl at least.
1: I don't know. Yeah, absolutely. But we'll, we'll see. Definitely a, a big-time game. Um, you know, on the recruiting end, there's still really not much going on. But um, we'll, we'll see. They do have a big-time battle with Florida for Kyrie Elam, a defensive back down there with Florida ties. Uh, he's a cornerback prospect for sure. Uh, middle. Middle-of-the-road four-star for me. I don't think he's on the edge of five-star status in my eyes, maybe for some others, but he is a really, really good player. That's the only Georgia-Florida battle right now in
0: recruiting
1: well, going on. But
0: we So we talked about like the fan base and how they might yeah. kind of, I don't know, be very worried after a loss like this. But, I mean, how how do you think just recruits overall, you know, current Georgia commits are going to feel bad? Do you think they're going to – Feel worried about the long term picture, or do you think they're very uh, sold?
1: Uh, I, at, at this point, all everyone on board is very sold in this program. Because again, Georgia should be a lot better next year than they are this year. Yeah, they're, you know, so the program trajectory is still going sky high. And twenty seventeen, twenty eighteen, those two classes when they're in their you know junior and senior seasons, Georgia should still have a very very good team for the years to come. So uh, again. I think we all kind of thought Georgia would take a small step back from last year obviously losing so many seniors and all that mm-hmm. so a loss to a Florida team like this wouldn't mean as much it would if Florida was maybe 2 and 5 or you know yeah. 3 and 4 something like that but it's, it's a top, ten, top match. 10 program yeah. exactly so it would it would it would suck from the point that you lost to Florida your biggest rival but I don't think you know, re- recruits committed to Georgia would be upset. Obviously, they're pulling for Georgia win, but no one's jumping off ship or anything like that. Um, but, but we'll see. They, they better win for a lot of fans' uh, perspectives, So I know it could get ugly if Georgia loses this game. I mean, and again, it, it, for Georgia fans, this is – this is the biggest game of the year. It's against their biggest rival, and it's a top ten matchup. I think the environment's going to be crazy. Atmosphere is going to be at its best. There's n- nothing like it in college football, and uh, Texas Oklahoma is at the fair. You well, know, that's I, great. I, but. I, I know a lot
0: of people complain about the, the mutual field game, but I, I really think that kind of helps like cement some sort of like, like legacy or status over like you know o- over other rivalries. Like you because know, not many rivalries have that at all. And I there's think that's a, lot a
1: really cool part of it yeah there i I like the neutral feeling. and there's a lot of Georgia fans in Jacksonville. There's a lot of old old school Georgia money retirees that live down there, you know are from South Georgia that you know moved down to the Jacksonville area. so there's a lot of bulldog fans down there. It's not like Florida has this big advantage playing at Jacksonville, at least in my eyes. Well, um,
0: I mean also Georgia fans travel
1: they like absolutely.
0: I had an LSU fan when I was taking photos from the stands that last week. He, he pointed up the stands. He was like, "I've never seen anything like this." And I was like, "You should have seen Notre Dame then, man!" Like,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. The Georgia fans definitely showed up for LSU. I don't know if people watching on TV could really see that, but obviously we were there. We worked the game. There were a lot of Georgia fans there. They represented New Orleans really well. I mean, oh, I, ran, yeah. I ran into people I know back home, you know, on Bourbon Street. I mean, it was full of Georgia fans. Um, that's why they are the best fan base um, in the country. And I think they proved that the way they have traveled to Notre Dame. And uh, um, even games like Vanderbilt and, and Georgia Tech, and there are more Georgia fans in uh, the for the SEC Championship. There are more Georgia fans for the National Championship. There are more Georgia fans at the Rose Bowl. So they, they have proven to everyone that – this is one of the most loyal fan bases in the country, and they will travel. And there's, I mean, they're going to take over St. Simons and and Jacksonville too. How are you getting down there? You are you doing the whole frat beach and all that with some buddies?
0: Yeah, I'm driving down uh, tomorrow afternoon with some guys, and we'll get there probably late, um, probably around nine. Get dinner and then hang out, and then yeah, we're going to do the whole frat beach scene. Um,
1: the drive hate- from Athens isn't too bad. It, it's not a great no, drive, it's, but it's it's, it's not. Kind
0: of, it's a pretty drive, honestly, because there's a lot of back roads. You can hit you can hit the interstate for a little bit, but like, you know, until you hit that, it's actually really nice. You drive past some cotton fields. There's a Piggly Wiggly I always stop at on the way down.
1: Um, <laughs> there you go, there you go. Um, lots of Piggly Wigglies uh, in the Macon area when I was growing up, and, and all that. There was one right by my grandmother's house. I still have a Piggly Wiggly T-shirt. I'll Oh, did right I have down. a Piggly
0: Wiggly T-shirt? I love. Oh, it's Piggly awesome.
1: Wiggly. I always get a compliment or two when I wear uh, the Piggly Wiggly shirt out in public. It's great. But, um, I mean, where, where are you? So you're staying in St. Simon's Friday night?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Thursday night, Friday night, and then Jacksonville Saturday night. I'll meet up with Dean there. You're not staying with us in Jacksonville, are you?
1: No, I'm staying um, with the girlfriend's sister, who I graduated high school with. I've known her since middle school. Uh, she's works for Old Dominion, uh, down there in jacksonville she's got a nice little house uh, in the jacksonville area so we'll stay with her and i'll meet up with you guys saturday i don't know what i'm doing friday night i don't know if we've got a dog quest gathering or what friday night but if you're listening before the florida game and you're out in jacksonville uh put it on the board let us know where you're at and i mean i've got no plans friday night so
0: does your girlfriend have plans for you
1: now, I will go to a local brewery. She she doesn't care about the game at all. Is, so enjoyed, is she
0: going down there to see her sister?
1: Pretty, yeah, she wants to to spend more time with me and all that. She wanted to go to a game. She hasn't been to a home game all, all year, and um, I mean, she's not the biggest football fan either. But she'll go down there because she knows her sister's down there, and um, she wants to enjoy the the Georgia Florida atmosphere. I mean, it's one of the best atmospheres of. In college football yeah. and you can imagine so even if you're not a football fan you can still go and drink and have a good time and uh, there's always some Halloween stuff going on so we'll figure out some some stuff to do uh but she doesn't care if Georgia wins or loses I mean she knows I cover Georgia show I'm sure she's you know would like Georgia to win to make my job easier but um, so she'll you, be drinking off Saturday probably won't even watch the game and I'll meet up with them after
0: do you avoid talking football with her or does she like? Or do you just still try? And is it like talking to a
1: wall? <laughs> she tries to listen. She does a good job of attempting to under you know get it and all that. And the different players, you know, if someone's on TV that I scouted or something, I'll try to tell her the story about it and all that. Um, and she'll pay attention for like five seconds, but she won't remember it. She actually came over and watched the Missouri game with me. Because I didn't make it up there, it was just you and Dean, so I was at the house putting up pictures during the game, and she came over, and I think she was on like BuzzFeed or something the whole time, and I would react to a play, and she was like, hey, what what happened, what happened, and I'll try to explain to her what happened, and she's back looking down at her phone, so she tries, but she's not a football girl, Uh, but that's fine with me.
0: Yeah, well, so um, how how were these games when you were younger? I mean,
1: it like, like, did you ever go to them when you were younger? Oh, I, I went to the first Georgia Florida game I ever attended. I was 20 years old. It was in 2010. A crazy game. Aaron Murray's freshman year. Georgia takes goes into overtime with Florida. They have a great comeback. A.J. Green goes off, makes some ridiculous catches to get Georgia back in the game. It goes into overtime. And this was not a very good Georgia team either. And Florida was okay. They both were not as good as they should have been but goes into overtime aaron murray throws an interception to will hill the former florida safety and he almost takes it back for a touchdown to like end the game right there but georgia tackles him at like the 10 yard line he took it almost all the way back it was crazy florida gets the the ball the next possession overtime kicks a field goal wins the game and um and that, that was pretty heartbreaking for a lot of georgia fans in that 2010 game and but then i went back in, in 2012 um the Jarvis Jones like four sack game, Malcolm Mitchell big touchdown catch towards the end. That was pretty epic. Um, but I never was in the stadium. I went to both games oh, and tailgated so you were just
0: like outside.
1: Yes, I just went, you know, for the environment and to to, to drink my butt off the whole day and then you know enjoy. It. But I didn't have tickets to either one. So yeah, last year was the first game where I was like in the stadium and obviously I was, you know, covering the game in the press box and all that. So I've never watched a game from the stands at Georgia, Florida, but, and it's a big game again. And I know if you're around my age, if you're in your twenties or early thirties, I mean, Florida put a whooping on Georgia just about every year. I mean, Georgia won in 97. I think they went on a long losing streak after that. 2004 was a good year. Georgia rushed the field in uh, 2007 after the NoSean Reno touchdown. The whole damn team runs onto the field. Uh, Mark Rick sent him out there after the first touchdown. I mean, that was crazy. And Those were the Urban Meyer-Tim Tebow days. Tim Tebow won the Heisman Trophy 2007, and that was the year Georgia beat Florida. Um, so they, they've had some wild games, and um, it, it's good that it's a top-ten matchup. It definitely sure.
0: makes it more interesting. I mean, before the year, I think, everyone really thought that this game was going to be.
1: It's good for the conference that both these teams are at, you know, a top ten level, too. And the conference is better than when Tennessee is good, too. I mean, these are really, you know, historic Rams. And Florida and Tennessee have kind of been down the past few years. And it's good for the the conference, it's good for college football for both Florida and Tennessee to be what they were in the 90s again.
0: Now, let me ask you, do you think Florida is one of the – top ten teams in the country? Like, of course, I think they deserve to be in there right now, but do you think they're of the ten most talented teams?
1: No, but I do agree that they deserve to be there. they only loss, it, it was on the road, right? I mean, we watched yeah, the game. Yeah,
0: it, it was after the South was, Carolina game.
1: Yeah, after Georgia beat South Carolina, after, after they beat South Carolina's ass and beat them down, you know, we went out after we got our work done and watched the end of that game. and It, it was at Kentucky though, right?
0: Yeah. yeah, I was at Kentucky, and I think everyone thought Kentucky was just going to be Kentucky football again this year. Um,
1: exactly. It was. A, it, I remember we thinking, like, wow, that was really embarrassing. Yeah,
0: I, I thought Florida that's was going to be good. awful.
1: Yeah, as it turns out, they're both a lot better than we thought. But, yeah, that's their only loss is against number 12 Kentucky on the road. They beat, obviously, a really good LSU team. So they deserve to be in the top ten, but I do think there's ten teams better than Florida. But you know, I, I guess we'll really see after this weekend.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's a top ten matchup. It makes it way more interesting. Got college game day. I don't think I've ever covered a game with college game day there. Oh, I guess the Rose Bowl. But
1: Yeah, but again, this is a, we'll see how much adversity Georgia can overcome. They had some adversity against LSU, and it did not go well. If they get down early, we'll see if Georgia can come back and get into this game and come back and win it, or if you get that feeling like at LSU and at Auburn, where they get down early and things start to not go their way, and they end up getting their ass kicked. So, you, you I, have, mean,
0: I would think that if they get down early, you know, if they're down 10, 13 early, you'd have to think that they're going to try and stick with the run this time, because they should have against LSU and didn't, and it's hurt them very badly. And two weeks later, you think they'll learn from the mistake. But
1: we'll see. If they get down early and maybe like 14 nothing, and things are not looking good, I think at that point you have to bring in Fields if he hasn't played in already and just get maybe, something going.
0: Because if you're down 14, then there's probably something really wrong on offense, you know, at yeah. every position, including quarterback.
1: And Yeah. it's a, Go ahead.
0: I, I don't know if Justin would, you know, take over that starting spot but he can he could definitely be that guy who comes off the bench and is just a complete you know ball of energy um and and just kind of ignite an offense with just the way he can play
1: yeah and uh, again they they've got to start out fast they did last year and then they just kept going and going and going it, it's a four quarter game obviously and the scheme and the way the game plays out goes up and down but I think it's really important for Georgia to get out to a good start, get their side of the crowd involved, and go from there.
0: And I mean, um, you say quick start, and I think they should probably go up tempo to start the game because that's when Jake Fromm is at his best, and that's really when the offense looks the best.
1: Definitely. Definitely. Do whatever works. And again, two weeks of preparation. And before the LSU game, I thought they would come out and have a trick play. I I was just feeling it. I did not think the trick play would be a fake field goal that just absolutely blows Uh, up the Yeah, a
0: pitch to Rod.
1: Yeah, that could have gone a lot better. But I still think something like that could happen again, especially if they can't get something going. I think with two weeks to prepare, I think they've got a small package that maybe they haven't shown anyone, even LSU, that they might come out and... I would like to see maybe some more Wildcat with Miko, especially down at the goal line. That's and something
0: just, we haven't seen much this year, is Wildcat, which is odd because that's something that was very successful last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the, I mean, the play they ran on third and goal, biggest play of the year right before halftime in the national championship. You know, what do you go to? Biggest play of the year. And they went Miko out of the Wildcat, mm-hmm. used his speed to find a way to get in the end zone. Maybe they'll bring in Fields again if they're inside the ten to do something like that. But they've got to. I, I think they have a little creative plays on you know some creative plays on the side that, that they're going to throw out that none of us have seen before. But they can't, you know, what's uh, they can't get complacent and they can't, you know, that they, they got to get creative is what I'm trying to say. But we'll think, see. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I think they will. I like Chaney. I think he can get creative. He can be bad at times, but he can also be very good at times.
1: You're, you're on the Chaney train.
0: I like Chaney. He's funny.
1: He's, he's, <laughs> he's a goofball. He's, he's got weapons, so there's really no excuse. And I do think Georgia will have a better showing in Jacksonville than they did two weeks ago. So, um, You got a prediction?
0: I think I think Georgia wins. Um, you know, I think there's the more talented team. I think it's gonna be really close though. What's the line at? I think it's at seven, seven and a half. Something like that. Uh,
1: I, yeah, I don't I don't know if Georgia's covering that. I got I, a I got twenty four twenty Georgia.
0: I would um, say I my guess would be twenty one seventeen.
1: Yeah, close game, I think it's gonna be low scoring. Every offensive play is gonna be a big deal, every touchdown is gonna be earned. Mhm. Uh Whoever, I think both teams are gonna be getting in the red zone but this is a game where you got you're gonna to have to score touchdowns if you get down there and uh, mm-hmm. if yeah, you you in the game touchdowns are gonna to win you the game
0: mm-hmm. yeah uh, six and a half so yeah I would I think Georgia wins but I think Florida
1: covers right. awesome awesome well I guess we can wrap this up and, and real quick you're going down there tomorrow afternoon right
0: yeah I'm leaving Athens at about
1: 330 awesome how was I mean, you're there in Athens throughout the week. How was, like, you know, the, the campus this week? Is there, do you get that type of a different feeling uh, or excitement around campus and the school during Florida week compared to the other weeks during the year?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. There was, a, I, I mean, people are a little bit more tense than they were because this, I mean, this game means a lot. But there's also just, I mean, I, I pissed in the urinal today with um, you know a sticker of a Florida Gator in it. And so it's, you know, stuff like you that it. yeah, it's just little it. stuff
1: like that especially, you know, with, with two weeks coming off a terrible loss I know this has been a long, long two weeks for Georgia and, and the fans they're ready to get out there and you know, go tailgate and enjoy the largest party in the world, a big game so I, I can understand the, the, the nervous and the nervousness around campus and all that but it is a big deal and uh, you being a Texas guy, I hope you were able to to see that this week and, and understand that. And I'm sure you have, but it, it it's usually not like it was last year. That that was yeah. that easy. I mean, it's never, never like that. So I, I, I'm not expecting it to be like that either this year. I think this is going to be a, a classic Georgia-Florida game that people talk about for a long, long time. I think it's going to be pretty epic.
0: It's a little weird for me because that was the first uh, Georgia-Florida game I'd ever been to. And I'd watched the one the year before, but, I mean – that one was just kind of I don't know, I feel like that does not embody well.
1: Um, but it, last it's, year been, it's been the opposite. Florida yeah. has kicked Georgia's ass like that multiple times, but it's I mean Georgia's never beaten Florida like that that I can remember.
0: I mean yeah, like I that was my first impression of kind of that game, and so for to me that's like I don't want to say that's what I expect because that's definitely not what I expect, but that's you know still the the first impression with me of Georgia Florida Right. just f-
1: ass Yeah. I I still got a bunch of pictures on my phone. They made me walk over to the other side of the stadium which took me about oh, 30. Minutes. I, have, I I'm not looking forward to to working at Everbank though. That that's going to suck. I
0: I have to take photos. I just go to the top of the stands and sit in the stairs and people get so mad at me cuz I'm just sitting in the staircase taking photos and I'm
1: just like it, oh. Yeah, it is not easy, but I went to the other side of the stadium between the third and fourth quarter and took pictures of the Florida stands and they were all gone. They were all gone. It was only Georgia fans there the whole fourth quarter. It was a very fun place to be for Georgia fans if they went to the game last year. Um, again, this year, I, I think it's going to be really close. I'm saying 24-20. Um, but either way, I think it's going to be a fun weekend. Uh, I'm going to try to do some fun with Sarah down there Friday night. I know you're going to have fun Thursday and Friday night. So it's always a fun weekend and a fun time to be down there. It's, it's, it's impossible not to have a good time. And hopefully Georgia fans can have a good Saturday night.
0: And back to the mutual field thing. But, like, I think that's another big thing is, like, this is a big weekend for Georgia students. They love this weekend. And that's because it's at a mutual field. If it's a home and home, then you don't get that as much. And I think, you know, I so I think the general fan base probably just, like, doesn't like this. But students absolutely love this weekend.
1: And, again, it, it it, it's great for the alumni and all that, especially because they make money. They bring it back into the school and the program and all that. But, again, it, it's mostly about the students who are there uh, to really enjoy the teams, you know, that they're in school for to do all that. So, um, but yeah, it, it's awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And, um, yeah, it's going to be a
0: good weekend.
1: should be a good weekend. Uh, I think George is going to come out on top, but I think it's going to be close.
0: it will be a good one, yeah. Well, I will see you on Saturday, I guess.
1: Yeah, I'll see, I'll see. you Saturday. I've got to deliver Dean's camera to him. Um, he he wants it Friday somewhere, so I got to meet up with him. I got to go down to that place in Smyrna tomorrow and pick it up. The lady said it might not even be ready, okay. so so we'll see. Yeah, he but I don't, he in
0: that? Or is he going to figure out by listening to this?
1: Yeah, no, he he knows. He talked to him today, and I talked to the lady, and she's like, "I know you need it Friday, um, or I know you need it before Friday, but it might not be ready." So I fly out Friday morning. Hopefully it's ready tomorrow. I can go pick it up. Oh, you're flying? Not, I'm flying. I'm flying with Sarah. No. Yeah, she had, a, she had a companion ticket with Delta. And um, yeah, so so we are flying down there. It's going to be easy. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So she really, she hooked it up.
0: Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. High roller to Barry.
1: Exactly. I'm not looking forward to the drive to Lexington, but but, um, at least I get a break from not driving to Jacksonville. So, yeah. I'm flying down there. I'll see you guys down there, man.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. Dude, I don't know if you knew this, but you might be taking photos from the stands.
1: No. Uh, Yeah, I
0: didn't. I'm sorry. I completely forgot because Brad's not going. Oh, yeah. Sorry to break that to you.
1: What what happened to Brad?
0: I don't know. He's not going, though.
1: Goodness. Oh, that's not... uh, well that just ruined <laughs> <laughs> I had everything going great, uploading the pictures during the game, getting an article out after that, but uh, it'll it'll be cool. I enjoy taking pictures, but I know it it's, it this it's, is. Not it's a place shit
0: show to, to figure out, man.
1: Oh my <laughs> gosh. All right. Well, thanks a lot for that. We'll uh, end on
0: that sour note. Thank y'all for uh, listening.
1: Thank you guys for listening, as always. Hope you all enjoyed it and um,
0: we'll see y'all next week.
1: We'll see you next week. Yeah.
0: Appreciate
1: it.